Hey there, everybody. Pastor Chip again. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for your support. Uh, today, I'm talking about minding our own business. We should mind our own business. You know, just looking that up in the Bible. Well, actually, I didn't look it up in the Bible. I was sitting here praying and thinking about what to do, and the Lord put that verse in my head. And actually, He didn't exactly say, mind your own business. But it's pretty much what He said. Well, we're going to talk about that in a minute, but... Why should we mind our own business? You know, we're a gossipy bunch of people. You know, we love the news. We love to talk about things. And, and you know, it just never, ever fails to amaze me. Daily, I think it is, that I am... I am, how do I say, I have something in my face that shows me how self-centered we are. We're so consumed by ourselves and things in this world. And You know, I've developed a habit lately, last several years, of just standing back. Just standing back. You know, if if I'm at Walmart or grocery store or somewhere and and I'm making a purchase and, and you know, I'm a single old guy, I don't have a whole lot. I don't buy a whole lot. And usually I am there is no emergency in my life that means I've got to be in a hurry to get out of a grocery store or a place like that because um, my children are grown. I don't have to be at daycare to pick anybody up or school or get them off the bus. You know, it's just me and the dog. So life is pretty uh, laissez-faire, so to speak. And, you know... It's like when I'm standing in line somewhere and I see somebody behind me with, I don't know, just one or two things. Or they seem to be in a hurry. I say, come on, get in front of me. And they're like, no, uh, are you sure? I mean, are you sure? I'm like, yeah, it's okay. And it's like people are expecting it to be for compensation or you know i'll do something for you you do something no just you're appear to be in more of a hurry than i am go ahead i got i got nowhere to go dogs asleep on the couch i got nothing to do um life is so fast-paced and consuming that people forget to be compassionate But we worry about everybody else. We want ourselves to be the center of attention, but we worry about everybody else's business. 
that makes sense? Friend of mine, she has some, uh, had to take some medical leave from her place of employment and they have had to reschedule a bunch of her customers. And several of them have come in and when they've told her, told them that, you know, she was out on medical leave and it's going to be, excuse me, be a while before they, before she comes back. The first words out of their mouth were, what about me? You know, what about me and my situation? Nobody, most people are, <coughs> excuse me, are compassionate and say, oh, well, you know, if there's anything I can do. But, but there are people that are so self-centered. Well, what about me? And the person that's covering for them says, well, you can carry your business somewhere else because if you don't care about her and why she's out, and you're worried about you, we don't want your business. And you know, I said, I applaud that. I, I mean, I really do in a sense that you're taking up for your employer and you're showing people that the world does not revolve around them. But again, sadly, many people think it does. But you know, what got me started on this was my buddy Keith and I had a discussion this morning about someone who has a diagnosis of potential cancer and you know, we lift them up in prayer, and we add them to our uh, prayer list. And it goes without saying, but we say it because we care about people and our friends. and We want them to know that we are praying for them. And my granddaughter, you know, people praying for her all over the world. And by the way, by the way, just want to let y'all know she came home last night. She's been healed, and she's at home with her parents, and I think it was, uh, my daughter said 20, 21 days in the hospital, but thank you for your prayers. But anyway, um, back to Keith and I were talking this morning, and I've been thinking today about, you know, other people in the similar situations, and, and you always hear, you know, no matter what circle you're in or friends you have or people with sick children or family members, you always hear, why does God allow this? Why does God allow that? And you know the, the we call it the canned answer, the one that's applies to everything across the board is, well, we live in a world of, of sin, you know, the world, we fell from grace, you know, um, it's a fallen world, and that's kind of this, like I said, the standard answer you get to people, but I got to thinking, and 
praying, and that's when God revealed these verses to me, and we're going to talk about them. So I'm going to read. I'm going to read this to you. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> so here we go. It's John. John 21, starting in verse 20. <clears throat> it says, Then Peter, turning around, saw the disciple whom Jesus loved following, <clears throat> who had also leaned on his breast at the supper and said, Lord, who is the one who betrays you? <clears throat> Excuse me. So, what this is saying is at the Last Supper, Peter's walking, and he looks back, and he sees John. That's who this is talking about. He sees John, and he's, Peter, seeing him, said to Jesus, But Lord, what about this man? And Jesus said to him, this is so awesome, If I will that he remain till I come, what is that to you? You follow me. Did you get that? In short, in our modern terms, Jesus said to Peter, Mind your own business. Worry about Peter. And follow me. Don't you worry about John. What difference does it make what I do with him? You mind your own business. And you know, that is so true of all of us. We need to mind our own business in the affairs of the world and the drama that people are going through. We need to mind our own business. And we need to what? What do we need to do if we're minding our own business? That takes me to the second verse. James 5.16 He says, Confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. You see, we need to, we need to talk to each other, lift each other up in prayer, Confess our trespasses, and not only that, our concerns. You know, if we've got loved ones that are sick or people that we know that are sick, we need to talk about it, pray about it. We, we, can't, we don't just need to be complaining, walking around complaining, not being Christian godly people. Um, you see, by doing that, we're fit. We are um, giving way to the devil, and he's getting into our business, and that's bad. That's bad for Christian business, right? So, I want you to think about it. I'm not going to drag this out tonight, talk about crazy 
things. Um, I want you to think about praying. I want you to think about people who need your prayer. I want you to, the next time you're standing in a line at a store, uh, you know, just, hey, if it's buying a pack of cigarettes or a six-pack or whatever you're buying or food, if you look around and somebody looks like they're stressed, they're having a bad day, shoot, you could even be in your car letting people out from the side of the road or into a parking lot. If you've got the time and you think somebody is in a need greater than what you've got going on, Show compassion for your fellow man. And you know, in addition to letting them out or letting them ahead of you or whatever, say a prayer for them. You don't need to know what's going on in their life, but God knows. Lift them up in a prayer. You will change the world. And you'll start by changing you. And this is Pastor Chip. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your prayers. God bless each and every one of you. And I'll just leave it at that. Thank you.